Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So I saw an ad this weekend that talks about how Target is kicking off back to school with savings for teachers. And it's also going to have deals for Target Circle members and college students. And I thought, okay, well, Target is trying to, you know, get their customers back. Good for them. Starting uh, next week, uh, July 16th through August 26th of 2023. Teachers can get a one-time 20% discount on an entire shopping trip in Target stores or online. And of course, they must present valid identification. All K-12 homeschool, trade school, university professors, daycare, and early child care teachers are eligible for the discount. Now, they mentioned that uh, some brands and items are exempt from the deals. And they give a link for you to go and find out the full details. So I did. And I went to their terms and conditions. (laughs) So, here's the things that are excluded. Okay? Uh, alcohol, Apple products, Barbie camper and houses, Beats, Fit Pro, Beats Flex, Beats Power Beats, Pro, Beats, Studio Buds, Black History Month, Bows, Bratz Collector and Designer Dolls, Bullseyes Playground, Cards Against Humanity, Casper, Clinic and Pharmacy, uh, Crick Cut, Dairy Milk, Dakotot, Dockers, Duodot, Duna, DSLR cameras and lenses, Dyson, Fisher Price Laugh and Learn, Fitbit, Funko Standard Pop, Gift Cards, uh, Gillette Labs, Heated Razor Starter Kit by Gillette, Three Count Google Hair Appliance, no, Three Count, Three Count is the Heated Razor Starter Kit by Gillette, Google, not sure how you buy Google Google at Target. Hair appliances, Halo Baby, Hasbro Games, Classic Monopoly, Connect Four, Jenga, Sorry Trouble, Healthy Roots Dolls, Hot Wheels Ultimate Garage, HP Inc., ICU Reading Glasses, Infant Optic, Optics, JBL, Latino Heritage Month, Lego, Levi's Red Label, LG OLED and QNED TVs, Limited Time Designer Partnerships, Lovery, Mega Blocks, Meta Oculus and Portal Mobile Contracts, Motrin, Ninja, Nintendo, by the way, uh, most teachers are probably going to need Motrin, Uh, you know, the female ones, oh, how dare I, I mean males too, Nintendo Hardware and Switch Games, Polder, Peg Perego, Philips Event, Plan B, PowerShare, Power Dental, Prepaid Cards, Play-Doh Ice Cream Truck Playset, PlayStation Consoles and Accessories, Pride, Revival, Samsung TVs, Shark, Shipped Membership, Simple Humans, Sonos, Sony Electronics, Take Action, Target Optical, Temper Sealy, Trading Cards, Tylenol Pain Relief, Tylenol PM, Ultra Beauty and Target Brands, Unlocked Phones, Vera Bradley Handbags, Weber, What Do You Meme, Wonderfold. But other than that, you need to go to Target (laughs) and get your 20% discount on your entire shopping trip. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So a Canadian farmer owes $82,000 plus 
for breach of contract after using a thumbs up emoji in a text. <laughs> okay. Well, according to court documents from the King's Bench of Saskatchewan in March of 2021, wow, this goes back this far, grain producers with Southwest Terminal Limited sent a text message to grain suppliers wanting to buy flax for $17 a bushel for delivery in October, November, or December of that year. After phone calls with farmers Bob and Chris Actor, uh, SWT drafted a contract for Chris to sell SWT 86 metric tons of flax for $17 a bushel and deliver the flax in November. The SWT rep signed the contract in ink and then sent a photo of the contract via cell phone to Chris along with the message, please confirm flax contract. He responded with a thumbs up emoji. Now he never delivered the flax according to documents because the price of flax was $41 a bushel. <laughs> so seems like that's a little bit more than 17. So the representative said in court documents he'd done at least four other contracts with this person via text. He said the only difference this time was that it was responded with a thumbs up emoji instead of, okay, yup, looks good. So according to court documents, he confirmed the thumbs up emoji, simply confirmed that I received the flax contract, but was not a confirmation that I agreed with terms of the flax contract. The full terms and condition of the flax contract were not sent to me, and I understood that the complete contract would follow by fax or email for me to review and sign. The judge uh, said it appears the deal was at least verbally struck. Wow. So be careful uh, sending that thumbs up emoji, man. So he owes 82000 plus interest and cost for failing to deliver the flags. <laughs> now I will say that he probably sold the flags for forty-one dollars uh, a bushel. Although you know he's not getting any of that money, but uh, the eighty-two thousand is probably you know less than what he actually made. I don't know. It seems kind of fishy that you would send a thumbs-up emoji uh, agreeing to it. Uh, I can understand where you might get the idea that the deal was made. Although it's not official yet until you sign the contract, right? So why wouldn't you check on that as a company saying, hey, I got the thumbs up. Uh, we're good, right? No, you just went with the thumbs up. Weird, weird. And the judge agreed that uh, the thumbs up uh, was, uh, was a contract. And uh, that's the agreement. And you okayed the contract. Wow. Be careful about what emojis you send. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah, that's Canada. That wouldn't happen here in the U.S. Right. All right, let's go over to Italy. So I've had this story for uh, quite a while now, and now it's starting to uh, come to come to an end. The uh, guy that was caught on video, uh, they claim defacing the Colosseum in Rome. All right, so he was at the Colosseum. <laughs> <laughs> and he took a key out and carved Ivan plus Haley 23 <laughs> on the wall of the Coliseum. So I was kind of on his side to begin with. I'm like, he's just carving. He wants to do, have his name in the Coliseum. I mean, who doesn't? 
I'd love to have my name on the Colosseum. Hello, it's one of the seven wonders of the world. It's the it's the Roman Colosseum. I mean, gr- huge things happened on this planet in that Colosseum. I mean, hello, Gladiator. I did not know man could build such things. So, uh, then I get this letter that he sent to the uh, mayor of Rome, the city council, and city magistrates. Okay, so this is his apology. He lives in England, and uh, they're looking for a suspended sentence for this guy. I know they want uh, the people in Italy, especially the prosecutor's office or the, uh, uh, what's his title there? The culture minister, that's right. The Italy's culture minister uh, said that he hoped the perpetrator would be sanctioned according to our laws. Well, okay, good luck with that. But uh, you can go ahead and give him a suspended sentence and fine him and see if he sends you money or not. We'll see. But he sent a letter uh, to to the people in Italy, right? The mayor of Rome, the city council, and city magistrates. Now I just, I want him to be sentenced. (laughs) I want him to be dragged back to Rome and put in jail for this. He won't be, obviously. But he wrote his letter saying that he was aware of the gravity of the act committed and extended heartfelt apologies to the Italians and to the whole world for the damage done to an asset that is, in fact, the heritage of all humanity. He said uh, that uh, I am also aware that similar conduct in my country would have resulted in a much more serious consequences. Okay. For this reason, I accept all responsibility and will take sincere and concrete efforts to redeem myself and make up for the mistake I've mad that I've made. Now, that sounds fine. But also in the letter, he said that uh, he admitted with deepest embarrassment that it was only after what regrettably happened that I learned of the antiquity of the monument. Wait, what? You're at the Colosseum, and it's only after you get caught. Well, I mean, you posted your video, and we saw you carving carving your Ivan plus Haley 23 under the bricks of the Colosseum. Only after you got busted with that, that you realized that it of the antiquity of the monument. Stop it. Well, I don't, no one believes that. No one. I'm sorry. You're not there in Rome at the Colosseum wondering, boy, this is pretty cool. I wonder what this is. No. No, you're not. <laughs> so I know that we've had other people uh, do things to the Coliseum. You know, I mean, we had uh, Russian tourist was fined 25000 received a four-year suspended sentence after he wrote the letter K on the wall of the Coliseum. And then a year later, uh, two American tourists uh, were cited for aggravated damage after they carved their names into the Coliseum. And, you know, I I get it. I get it. Now, vandalizing the Coliseum carries fines up to $15,000 and five years in prison. This guy should get that. He should get $15,000 and five years in prison. If he honestly thinks that he didn't know the antiquity of the monument, well, you're fined $15,000 and five years in prison. Maybe you'll learn about the antiquity of the monument even more while you sit in jail and think about Ivan plus Haley, 23. <laughs> I don't normally, uh, you know, want people to go to jail 
but come on now. You don't know the Coliseum? Stop it. Stop it. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio, and on Threads, Jeff Fisher Radio, if you want to use Threads. Uh, you can uh, always email the show, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can follow me on my YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I've been uh, throwing some shorts up there and uh, doing some daily stuff. I'm going to be expanding some more stuff that I do on my YouTube channel, so be sure to follow me there, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can always order a cameo. That's not free, uh, but uh, you can order a cameo from me at JeffyJFR. Just, uh, you know, order the cameo and tell me what you want to be happy, sad, glad, mad, mean, and I'll do it because cameo is my pimp and I just do what my pimp says. <laughs> uh, so I see this new trend on TikTok that really isn't a new trend. I mean, it, it's called bed rotting. Okay, so bed rotting is a new term on TikTok for just staying in bed all day. Uh, many of us have been doing that for years. I thought that was a couch potato. So it's just different from being a couch potato than just bed rotting. You just stay in bed all day and, I don't know, watch TV or doom scroll through your phone or just sleep and rest or take care of business uh, with anyone uh, who is bed rotting with you. Does that count though? Because if you stay in bed all day and you are with someone that uh, you want to, you know, you're taking care of a little business, uh, that's not really bed rotting. That's a bed business. So a little bit of difference, but uh, you know, whatever. If you're, if you're bed rotting, just listen to chewing the fat and uh, be sure to enjoy the shows okay all right good i see where elton finally ended it the farewell yellow brick road tour is now over it's uh delayed i didn't think it would ever end to be honest with you started back in 2018 in pennsylvania and then uh, he's had 333 shows over five years incredible so he just ended his uh last show in sweden this past weekend so congratulations to elton for uh, you know giving up the touring for to be with his family which only took five years and i doubt that this is going to be his final tour okay it's just me because this tour uh is to hit a record-breaking 900 million dollar ticket sales which is you know incredible and it's uh will break ed sheeran's uh, divide tour which sold 776.4 million dollars worth of tickets however uh taylor swift is hot on the heels of breaking that record with the tour that she's her eras tour that's happening right now they're looking at her bringing in over a billion <laughs> so if she beats elton's record of a billion uh, Elton may have to go back on tour uh, just to prove a point. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just me. Look, he wanted to be with his family. Okay, fine, whatever. Many people believed him. I, I, sure. Okay, sure. I believe you, Elton. I do. Okay. <laughs> you wanted to be with your kids and your husband and spend some time. And you're, you know, you're not getting any younger. None of us are. 
So you wanted to, you know, take a little break. I got it. 333 shows before you finally did. But you apparently are going to do that. Now, he said that uh, just because he wanted to uh, give up touring doesn't mean that he's going to stop writing and making songs. So he still will be working. So there'll be plenty of time for him to, uh, you know, jump back on the piano and be left alone from the kids because I know you want to spend more time with the kids, but I got to write. I got to (laughs) record. Sorry, I won't be around uh, for for a little while. I've got work to do. Uh, he's 76 now though wow holy cow so I mean he's had it in I love Elton John uh, I just I just do I've always been a huge fan and he's had uh, 71 songs on the Billboard Hot 100 he's had 29 top 10 hits and 9 number 1 songs just incredible Uh, The guy is amazing. And look, so here's what he could do, right? I'm surprised. I mean, he could say that performing in Vegas at the Sphere is not on tour. I'm just performing and, you know, I'll bring the whole family to Vegas and I'll buy the, I'll buy that building over there and we can all live in that building. And then I'll just perform in the Sphere for, I don't know, a year and make a few more (laughs) hundreds of millions of dollars so it won't technically be a tour but he'll still be performing guaranteed and maybe it won't be the sphere now that i think about it because they're making the big uh, the moonscape thing right and that's supposed to be in a couple of years so he takes a break he writes some new stuff and then uh you know they have youtube or u2 not youtube uh u2 uh, performing at the Sphere for the first uh, for the first performances. So at the Moonscape, they bring in Elton to perform at the Moonscape. So Elton can say that he uh, Rocket Man performed on the Moon. You're welcome, Moonscape. Go ahead and use it. All right. So I watched uh, the first part of a two part second season of Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. So Lincoln Lawyer has uh, five episodes and this is part one of two parts of the final season. Netflix is really, really, really ticked me off with this. They hooked me on the drug and now they want me to pay more. Uh, their deal was we download it all. We just here's the show. You watch it at your own risk. Now, well, we're at two parts. Uh, we got two parts, and you're just going to have to wait. So I watched all five episodes. Now I have to wait until August to watch the final five. Really good. If you haven't seen Lincoln Lawyer, I really like it a lot. And the first season was really good, too. The second season is just as good. Been really good. Uh, you know, Jack Ryan has, has six episodes of the final season. We have two left that drop next week. They're dropping two episodes a week on Prime. Uh, I watched a stupid movie on Netflix called The Outlaws. And I say stupid. It was, it's just a stupid... <laughs> it was okay. Uh, I, was, I think it was supposed to be funnier than it was. Uh, Adam Devine stars in it. And he's, you know, he's kind of funny. Pierce Bronson was in it. Ellen Barkin. Uh, Nina Dobrell. I mean, Julie Haggerty. Richard Kind. Michael Rooker. All these characters. I mean, I love these guys. And it was just a, you know, a comedy, stupid crime comedy. It was good. I love Ellen Barkin. She looks great, by the way. 
I know it was uh, appeared that she was on her way to three cuts to Cloudface, and she has had some cuts, but she was great in this movie. And I love Ellen. She was great in Animal Kingdom. If you have not seen that on FX, man, awesome. Uh, really fun. Uh, until they, well, I don't spoil it for you, but until they killed her. And then it was very disappointing. Uh, the last season or two was without Ellen, although they did flashbacks to the new Ellen. So, I mean, it was okay. But uh, anyway, she was great in Animal Kingdom, and I love it. So, I mean, it was, was it worth a watch? Yeah. Was it as funny as I think they wanted it to be? No. But what are you going to do? It's there. You got to watch it, right? And you can quote me on that. It's there. You got to watch it. Kind of like Threads. You know, it's now the fastest growing online platform in history. Apparently, they have 100 million uh, users of Meta's Threads in less than five days. So that gives it the uh, the honor of being the fastest growing online platform in history. We'll see how long it lasts. If they uh, are taking everyone's uh, information and you can't get rid of it without getting rid of Instagram... Uh, people will not be very happy with Zuck. And he got all that, and he only went up in like $1.2 billion in his worth. I mean, Elon spits at that. Uh, Elon went up $8.2 billion in worth last month. So, last week, not a a month, last week, Elon went up $8.2 billion. Zuck only went up $1.2 billion. So... And are they ever going to fight? I mean, everybody is talking about they're going to fight. They're going to meet in the octagon. It's going to happen. I told you it's not going to happen. Okay. (laughs) It's not going to happen. They may have representatives for them fight for charity, something like that. But those two in the ring, I'm sorry. It's just, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Okay, so who died today? Who died today? First off, Jeffrey Carlson, the actor who played a groundbreaking transgender character, Zoe, in All My Children, dead at the age of 48. We don't know how. There's no cause of death given. So it had to be probably suicide or what you're thinking. Not what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking that he, you know, passed away. But I know what you're thinking. And it couldn't be that. (laughs) Uh, So, rest in peace, Jeffrey Carlson. uh, Dead at the age of 48. It doesn't say any cause of death. So, it probably was a suicide. But uh, it could also be what you're thinking. But I'm not going to say it because I know what you're thinking. And it doesn't say that. Okay, so just back off me. Then we have a doctor, an emergency medicine physician in Syracuse, Dr. Bradley Middleton. Dr. Bradley Middleton, 34 years old, just passed away, just fell over, uh, dropped over in his house. Yeah, I know he's got a family. He's got two young kids. Uh, No cause of death was given. Huh, I wonder... Well, it could be. He was just—he just dropped over all of a sudden. A 34-year-old physician just drops over. Happens all the time. Oh, okay, you got me. 
No problem. Very sad. I feel very sorry for the family and the kids. There's a GoFundMe set up. I mean, if you can help, help. Uh, you know, it's horrible. But it is uh, just another uh, another strange death since all these deaths don't have any cause reported. So I know that's I know that's what you're thinking. I got it. Don't look at me like that. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not. I I'm not saying that. I'm just. I'm just telling you the facts of the case. We also had Jamie Foxx, speaking of someone who has had medical complications from something. I don't know what it is. They haven't told us. And I know what, again, I know. I can see it in your eyes. That's what you're thinking. And I, you know, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just saying that people think that. But apparently he was out and about this weekend. We saw the video of him on a boat in Chicago waving to people and he was smiling. He didn't, uh, you know, he wasn't up moving around and, uh, you know, he looked fine. He was just sitting on the boat as they're going through the river and he gives everybody a little smile and a wave. But, uh, you know, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't jumping up and down and waving. So we'll see. I mean, I hope he's doing better. I hope he's recovering and everything is fine. It does seem similar to what's his face from Buffalo. Damar Hamlin. I mean, just the collapse and then the, everything's fine and we're not telling you what it is. Uh, it was just uh, it was a, some kind of myocarditis issue. I mean, I don't even think they've said that for Jamie. So anyway, it just it's funny how people are just dropping over and uh, there's no cause. It just It just happens. I guess it happens all the time, right? Right. So you know me, I'm a fan of the USPS. I probably shouldn't be, but I am. I've always wanted to be the, uh, well, for years. I mean, I've talked about it before. For years, I wanted to be the postmaster general. Then I found out the board of governors are the people that are in charge. So I wanted to be on the on the board. But I just was reading a story today about the USPS has 452 wayward cremated bodies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sometimes uh, things get misleading. Now, they, it's kind of misleading because it talks about it's the only way to ship cremated remains. Sometimes the packages get lost. Well, I mean, they're not lost. The Postal Service has them. They've got uh, packages filled with cremated remains of individuals it can't identify, including one that's been there for more than eight years. <laughs> so the USPS is the only legal way to ship cremated remains, uh, at least in theory, and they have strict procedures for handling such sensitive and irreplaceable packages, according to the story, right? Remains must be shipped via Priority Mail Express, have a giant orange sticker attached to the side of the box, and the sticker uh, is used to, used to be teal. They are also supposed to be handled differently than other Priority Mail Express packages. Now, do, would, are people sending remains other ways and not saying that they're remains? Of course. There's always going to have that. So according to an OIG report, uh, the Office of Inspector General, they found that uh, these procedures are not done between 28 and 50% of the time. Okay. Which would go uh, some way towards explaining the 452 cremated remains that have ended up in the USPS's warehouse for lost packages. <laughs> so they're undeliverable 
and or on unidentifiable and uh, one's been there since 2015 so if you're missing some remains of one of your loved ones or more than one of your loved ones uh they probably got them uh, reach out to the usps and say hey uh you know your mail recovery center yeah one of those is mine <laughs> uh you want to get send me some pictures do i need to show up i don't know what you have to do to pick up your remains i guess you have to go and uh you know hello uh yeah i'm missing my grandma's remains so can i come in and take a look at the boxes uh, uh, all right so most of the packages that are lost are supposed to be held for 60 days and then uh they can auction them off on the gov deals website in lots or they donate them and recycle them or trash them but they don't do that with cremated remains uh good i don't know you know we're spending all this money keeping these remains I'm not sure what else we could do. But, uh, you know, if you're missing uh, remains, the Postal Service may have them. Uh, might have been your fault, might have been their fault, but they have 452 uh, remain boxes that are just sitting there. Uh, we don't know who they are, we don't know who they belong to. I mean, I guess you could bury them at a special USPS burial ground with a gravestone marker with maybe a QR code with all the information we have on the particular remains and then you can go to that cemetery and scan the qr code for the information and if you can prove that that information coincides with uh, you and your grandma or whoever it is then you can either put your name on the gravestone or we'll exhume it and you can have the have the the powder back you know the remain i'm sorry not the powder the remains back and it's all yours <laughs> Uh, other than that, I don't know what to tell you. But if you're missing someone uh, that you mailed to someone else, uh, it's probably one of the 452 that they've got. So Larry Nasser, you remember him, the child molester who's in prison. I mean, he was the uh, ex, well, he is the ex-Team USA gymnastics doctor that uh, molested all those gymnasts. And he's in prison now in the Federal Correctional Complex, uh, Coleman, in Central Florida. Well, he's lucky to be alive now. Uh, he's listed in stable condition, but he was stabbed multiple times in this prison over the weekend. Uh, I know that comes as a surprise that a child molester like Larry Nasser, who is uh, serving hundreds of years for sexually assaulting gymnasts, uh, would get stabbed in prison but apparently he got into a fight with another inmate and he has a collapsed lung and i guess he was stabbed twice in the neck twice in the back and six times in the chest oh holy cow he is seriously lucky to be alive uh, wow uh, according to this, that uh, he's only alive because of the staff members who were there. Uh, you would think, and this is just me uh, thinking out loud, you would think that uh, if you were stabbed like that and you were him, that the staff would work slowly to take care of him. But no, they didn't. Uh, they did not. So they declined to identify the person who assaulted him, of course, but they initiated life-saving measures and it worked. So we'll see what happens at the 
Federal Correctional Complex Coleman in Central Florida, but uh, Larry Nasser is in, uh, well, they said stable condition, but I mean, he was stabbed <laughs> uh, twice in the neck, twice in the back, and six times in the chest. Whew. Uh, good luck. Good luck being in stable condition after that. <laughs> Hey, good news. If you live in uh, Jakarta, Indonesia, and I mean, Jakarta, Indonesia is beautiful this time of year. Uh, McDonald's has now launched a $235 wedding package that includes 100 boxes of McNuggets. Now, it's only available in Jakarta, Indonesia. Guests get a choice of 100 chicken burgers and 100 McNugget boxes or the same amount of cheeseburgers and chicken fingers. Now, the restaurant introduced the offer with the slogan, Make Wedding Moments Unforgettable. (laughs) Well, this would definitely do that. (laughs) So if it's successful, there's talk of the deal becoming available in other cities and countries, not just Jakarta. So get out there, you people that want to get married in jakarta indonesia and get your mcdonald's wedding package and let's make wedding moments unforgettable with either a hundred chicken burgers and a hundred mcnugget boxes or uh, the same amount of cheeseburgers and chicken fingers yeah nothing says hey we were just married let's get out and have a good time and dance like some chicken McNuggets from McDonald's. Am I right? That's what I thought. You're darn right I am. Another thing that sounds good is lab-grown meat, doesn't it? Lab-grown burgers. Lab. We mentioned, uh, I don't know, last week or the week before about lab-grown chicken. But we now know that the U.S. Department of Agriculture approved the sale of cultivated, I'm sorry, lab-grown meat to American consumers. So that distribution is coming. So two companies, Upside Foods and Good Meat, were both given the rubber stamp to begin manufacturing and selling their cultivated chicken products, also known as cultured chicken, which are produced. Yeah, we, we talked about this, uh, producing their chicken, but they're also uh, doing uh, lab-grown burgers. Yay! I cannot wait for that. It's going to be so, so good to have lab cultured meat on the shelves. I don't know if they're going to have special stickers saying, you know, not real or fake, but I mean, they are forming it. The actual meat or lab cultured meat is not from animals, but from meat cells replicated in mass in a lab and that's what we're going to be forced to eat uh, you know unless you want actual real meat <laughs> uh, don't be silly real meat wow are you stupid anyway be on the lookout for that i was reading a tweet i found interesting you know speaking of 
you know, McDonald's food and lab cultured food and, uh, you know, all the food that we eat here in the U.S. And, you know, I'm a foodie. I got it. I'm a, well, I'm not really a foodie. No, a foodie means that you like to try all kinds of strange, weird stuff, right? So I'm not a foodie. I'm just a person who likes to eat. Okay. So, uh, I was reading a tweet from uh, Joey Manorino, and he's a you know a mostly politics uh, political kind of guy, but uh, I like a lot of his tweets, and he's and he's funny from time to time. But I was reading a tweet from him talking about how American food is poison, and apparently he's this is something he has uh, literally been talking about quite a lot, and he talks about uh, living in Europe for about five years. He said he lived alone for about 70% of the time. I was there, which means I ate every single meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in restaurants. When I got to Europe, I weighed about 207 pounds. When I left Europe, I was about 180 pounds. So I never once stopped in a gym. I'm, uh, you know, He talks about that he's probably pre-diabetic. But while in Europe, his typical meal included cappuccino and a croissant for breakfast, a small pasta dish or some type of salad, even a small meat dish for lunch. For dinner, I'd have meat or some kind of pasta dish. With dinner, I almost always had a glass of wine and I always had gelato after dinner. Now, when I lived in Austria, most of the food was fried there because that's their cuisine. In Italy, less so. With that diet, I stayed around 170, 180 pounds at uh, all times and felt great. Moved back to America in February of this year. Since here I live with someone, I have tons more home cooking. For breakfast, I have coffee with nothing else, no croissant or anything. For lunch, I have some type of light meat dish or some kind of potatoes or vegetables. For dinner, some kind of meat or chicken dish with soup or nothing. And at some point during the day, I'll have a smoothie. I almost never eat dessert and certainly don't go for ice cream because I'm not trying to pay $9 for ice cream. <laughs> I wish I could say that. So eating significantly healthier and eating at home most of the time, spending triple the money. Yeah, well, welcome to America. I've managed to gain weight rather than lose it. My stomach is in, a, is in an eternal state of backflips and sickness. It's because the food here has chemicals and other crap that is banned in most of the world. (laughs) Uh, When your stomach is not used to these chemicals and you reintroduce them, you're going to be sick and obese. Wow. And so uh, he just claims that he's not looking for advice. He just is letting people know that he believes that this is Joey Manorino speaking. Definitely not me. We are being slowly poisoned in this country because of our low food standards period weird that someone would think that hey we what did oh that's right we were talking about lab grown meat hitting the supermarket shelves oh that's right ah never mind then oh and if you're listening live today is the 10th of july 2023 and if you're in pennsylvania or that neck of the woods be on the lookout because a prisoner Uh, michael burnham escaped from prison and is now on the loose Uh, they're looking for him he is uh, described as a survivalist with military training huh so he is on the run he's only suspected of several crimes including a murder (laughs) that's it though so he broke out of jail with uh, tying bed sheets together and triggered a massive all these agencies are now looking for him and he's you know very dangerous and should not be approached 
Okay, he was discovered missing from the recreation area of the Warren County Jail Friday morning. He's been, uh, they're still looking for him. Uh, He elevated himself onto a piece of exercise equipment, left the yard through a metal gated roof. A spokesman said uh, he he then used the bed sheets to climb down to the ground. And the staff uh, realized that he was missing minutes after his escape. Uh Uh-huh. And so that uh, he was under video surveillance while in the recreation area. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, anyway, he's on the run. And uh, they're out there. They're asking people to check their video cameras in Pennsylvania and this uh, this area of uh, Warren County. Be careful. He's on the run. They apparently have found uh, campsites that uh, they say belong to him. He's on the run. He's in the woods in these wooded areas. And he's a survivalist, military experience. And he could be holed up anywhere. So if you, uh, if you see him, don't approach him. <laughs> For sure, don't approach him. And if you do see him, I would go the other way uh, quickly. <laughs> uh, so just be on the lookout if you're in uh, Warren County, Pennsylvania, or in that neck of the woods, Michael Burham. Has escaped from jail and been on the loose for what uh, three, four days now. So we'll see if they can uh, apprehend him anytime soon. That would be nice. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.